What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Claim Your Power podcast. This is your host, Kim, and in today's episode, I have a special guest on with me, my friend Ellie. She is the founder of Interns for Good Nonprofit. It's an international nonprofit with over 16,000 students, and she's here on the show with me today to talk about how to transform visions into reality. So welcome on the show, Ellie. Thank you, Kim. I'm so happy to be here. So the first question I have for you is, what does claiming your power mean to you? I feel like my sole purpose on this earth is to create relationships with other people and to help other people and um, create like some sort of significant impact in others' lives that improves it in some, some way. And so I would say like claiming my power would be just facilitating those relationships, like making those relationships and uh, maintaining them because it's really other people that fill up my life and make my life as special as it is and make me happy on a day-to-day basis. And like in the large scale, everything I look back on, my favorite memories are mostly centered on the great people that I share them with. So I would just say overall, having those great people in my life and working hard to spread positivity to everyone else who I meet and adding to their lives in some way, however I can. That's awesome. I feel like you very much show this idea tangibly through your nonprofit, Interns for Good. Do you want to talk to the audience more about what you do with Interns for Good and how you started it? Absolutely. So I started Interns for Good after dealing with the difficulties of not being able to access job opportunities and volunteering. And I had a super busy schedule. I was a high schooler without any access to transportation or really any job experience um, because I was under 18. And so I went away to a semester school that was based on service learning and was able to engage with the community that I lived with over in South America. And I was just so thrilled to be able to have service integrated in my day-to-day life and to really see the impact of working with a community and listening to their needs and following through on projects there. And I came back and really wanted to find a way to do something meaningful in my community at home. And my friends from my semester had similar hopes and aspirations in their own communities. And they were from all across the country. So I thought about how a lack of transportation limits us and how we all wanted to engage in similar causes. And so I knew that what I wanted to do was create some sort of solution to the problem that so many teens face in limiting opportunities, limited access to volunteering and um, do that by creating a virtual volunteer platform. And I know that there were some out there at the time that were virtually offering services for short projects and like local things where people could sign up and go volunteer in person. But because of all the restrictions placed on people under 18, I wanted to do a website that was just for teens and to really cater the opportunities to their hectic schedules and busy homework, extracurriculars, and all the things that they had to do in their day-to-day lives. So I decided to start by reaching out to some local nonprofits and ask them what their needs were, especially in terms of the technological needs they had and the digital projects that teens could do from home. And I found out that the need there was huge. And so many nonprofits were excited to have technological help 
because they might have otherwise had to hire full-time employees to work on something like that. So I was able to get some of my friends from my school and from my semester program working on a few of these initial digital projects and was really excited to see how successful they were and how beneficial their work was to the organizations that we worked with. And from there out, it was just the credibility really built up, um, like some nonprofits that we worked with and that I was able to build personal connections with. I was able to get recommendations to, like to work with other nonprofits. And I looked for volunteers that, around me and found that so many people were excited about this project and this opportunity and decided to make a website. So I made a website and I'm definitely not the most confident graphic designer, but I put everything into building a website and making it look as good as I could. And now we focus on offering short-term digital internship opportunities for teens looking to work with nonprofits. And our volunteers are now able to not only get that experience from any place at any time, but they can also build up sort of real real life work experience in a job setting type of interactions with adults and things like that work on credibility and accountability and professionalism um, while also giving back to some really incredible causes and I'm very proud of everything that it turns for good has become over the last few years and, and really excited to see where it's going to end up. Wow that's so inspiring to hear how you're able to take an idea that you had in South America when you were, what, 16? Were you 16 or 15 in high school? And you stuck to it and you stayed aligned with your purpose and your passions. And not only were you able to bring that idea into life, but you were able to transform that idea into like a project that empowers so many other teens. Fun fact, guys, Ellie's nonprofit organization has over 16,000 teenagers today and has been last year featured on Forbes magazine, which I think is amazing. And I think it's so inspiring to anyone listening back at home. If you have an idea and a passion that you want to pursue, go for it, completely go for it, utterly go for it. Don't look back. Just like Ellie was talking about, she didn't know how to be a graphic designer. She didn't know what she was doing, but she started somewhere. And the most inspiring parts of her story is that she took an idea and she took it from start to finish. Now, I have another question for you. You were talking about how in South America, you went to like a service work school. When did you first find out that you were very passionate about service work? Because I think that's one of your biggest purposes in your life right now is the idea of service work and making an impact. Absolutely. I think that throughout my whole life, I've always wanted to give back. And I was raised going to Saturday programs at like a local after school program where we would help out ESL students with English and help their parents with real life skills, such as building resumes and writing emails and we would do homework with the children and play games. And it was something that I came to look forward to every Saturday and came to really love and bonded with the students there and felt really connected to my community as a whole and loved that experience. And moving on to that unforgettable experience I had um, abroad, spending the semester really engulfed in service and helping people who were living in terrible conditions, I came to appreciate really everything that I have and my privilege. And I 
have just become so passionate about using my privilege to help people who don't have the same opportunities that I do. And throughout all of it, I somewhat maintained my like entrepreneurial lens that I see the world through because I was raised by two parents in business and I've always seen things in terms of problems and solutions and ways that we can work towards finding those solutions and creating them, especially through business, through social entrepreneurship. And so when I was able to kind of work to, together to take a piece of business, which I was raised understanding and trying to grasp and um, grew up around every day. Um, and also my passion for service, which was integrated into my life from a young age. And I became really passionate about it as I became more aware of what service could really do and like the impact of community involvement, especially giving back. It started off as a small idea, of course, and it smart started off as just me wanting to give back and find opportunities to do so and to help other people do the same. But as it's grown, I've come to really see things in terms of ways we can provide solutions to problems on a smaller scale and even larger, how to scale an organization and how to work with a team and delegate and how to really like establish meaningful connections with partners so that you guys share the same values and that you're on the same page in terms of what's important and that everyone really feels like the work you're doing is meaningful. Do you remember like the moment that you're like, I'm going to start this? Because I know like when I first wrote my book, there was like a moment where I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. And you get on the computer and you figure out how to do it. Like, do you remember that personal moment for you and how that moment took you to where you are today? I think that the actual idea of Interns for Good was formulated while I was away. And I really did lots of research to make sure that the problem was something that wasn't just exclusive to me and my friends and the people who I knew. So I ended up surveying a lot of people online. And so once I did that, I was definitely reinsured in some ways and felt a little bit better about my idea, but wasn't exactly sure how to turn it into a reality and was not fully committed to making it happen until I got home and saw that not only did the lack of opportunities, not only was the lack of opportunities real for all the people that I studied online and the research that I read, but it was such a real thing for everyone around me and the nonprofits that I talked to within my hometown were dealing with the issues that I had read about too. And they really needed that technological support. So it was, it was really only then that I decided, okay, I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to make this website and I'm going to pair up my friends and ask them to perform their, their best and do their best work and represent my idea well and the organization well. And it was, I think then that I decided that this is what I wanted to do. And it was such an incredible process to see unfold and took a lot of hard work and hours of staring at my computer screen and altering graphics and reaching out to nonprofits and not getting responses and spreading the word and having volunteers flake on me. But the most motivating thing through it all is to see that so many students have continued to engage with our organization and have really had incredible experiences that they continue to apply throughout their future that really touches my heart and makes me want to keep going. So that's awesome. You were talking about a lot, which is amazing, but I want to go back to one thing you said is 
that there was times where some volunteers were flaking on you at the beginning or that you didn't get responses from local nonprofits. How did you deal with that rejection and how did you use that rejection to catalyze your persistence and to really help you continue to work and reach where you are today? Because a lot of the times we start projects and we see rejection as a very daunting thing when in fact, I believe rejection is redirection and it helps us continue to persist and succeed. Could you talk more about that? Absolutely. I think that I have experienced quite a few rejections in my life, especially regarding the work that I did with Interns for Good starting off. I think as a young person, you lack credibility a lot of the time. And it's really difficult to build that credibility without having experience underneath your belt and being under 18 and not having access to so many opportunities out there. I didn't have as much experience as I needed to really advocate for the idea that I had and to show that it was real and that it was something that I could follow through on and that I would really, you know, hold my word to as I sent over volunteers to organizations. And a lot of the times organizations were hesitant to work with teens virtually because it was something they had never done before. And I wanted to really push the boundary with that because I knew that that was partially why these opportunities are so limited is because people underestimate youth and they don't trust them to follow through and to have that professionalism that adults have when they're being paid to do something or when they're volunteering in an organization and doing it from a place of of purpose. Um, And so I think that seeing that unfold and experiencing that rejection and that pushback from nonprofits originally that's been, I think, the biggest, the biggest pushback I've received was just my credibility as a young person. So I think the best way to get through that is just to say, every day is a new day, and there will be other volunteers who are eager to help out. I love what you said about youth being underestimated. I think society underestimates youth so much. I think Our generation is so capable of doing such amazing things. And I think, first of all, you're an example of that. You're an example of a teenager that has done so many amazing things. And just like you, there are so many other teens in the world who want to do things like that. But again, our society makes us feel like we're not going to succeed because we're not old enough. We don't have enough experience. No one's going to take us seriously. We're very much discouraged to take daunting projects because of our age. And I think you're an amazing example for anyone listening to realize if you have an idea, if you have a project you want to pursue and you're young, that should not be the limiting factor because you can impact the world at any age, whether you're five years old or you're 87. And as long as you pursue something that really resonates with who you are and your true purpose in the world, although there's challenges and obstacles in the way, it's like always everything works out. Like you had a problem with rejection, you were starting out, but everything at the end of the day worked out. You're doing all this amazing work, but you've also come to like a place in your life where you're able to sit back a little and watch and pursue other things and lead more than construct you've been able to transform that vision into reality and now you're just maintaining that reality and that's something that I love about your story thank you Kim I definitely think that that's probably one of the most 
amazing things to me, especially within the last few months, is seeing how incredible our team has gotten at just stepping up and taking initiative and how even the young people within our community have just done such incredible things that blow me away. And that's partially why I'm so passionate about the work that we do with student-run nonprofits is because I know how hard it was getting my organization off the ground. And so anything that I can do to help another young person get started and to help their vision become a reality is something that I'm excited about. And I think like what you said before about something aligning with your passion or your purpose and that making it easier to get into your flow and um, to become more involved in it. I, I definitely resonate with that hundred percent. I also would say that it's, there's a lot of pressure on young people today to have a passion and to, you know, know exactly what they want to do and to be incredibly involved in a certain type of thing and to show patterns in the different types of activities they do and to really know what they want from a young age. But all that I would say about that is I think the beauty of being young and the beauty of platforms like Interns for Good and so many other opportunities that are out there now that offer a variety of different opportunities to young people would be just that you can go out there as a young person, offer your skills and try out a bunch of different things and see what you like the best. And I would always push people that aren't sure exactly what they're passionate about to engage with service. I think that in general, service opportunities have been some of the most potent memories in my mind from such a young age and have shaped what I'm passionate about and what I like and what I know that I'm not as good at and have shown me those things just from experiences with nonprofits. And doing those things can also help you find friends and find people who are passionate about one thing or another who can teach you about those things and can really direct you in, in one way or another when it comes to ways that align with you, with your path and things that you want to do. Even if you're not already passionate about a certain idea, you can definitely get involved in service and find that passion or just find what you like, find what you're good at and, and run with it really. What's your advice to anyone listening right now? And if they have a project that they want to pursue, but they're not really sure how to conquer that, what's your advice to someone at home about where they can start? I would definitely say quality over quantity. I'm sure that that is probably one of the most generic pieces of advice that people um, give. But when I started off and I got overexcited about all of the great work that we were doing at the beginning and saw that our partnerships were succeeding and that some more people were signing up for the platform, all I wanted to do was to keep growing it and to get as many volunteers as I could and get as many nonprofits and to really make as big of an impact as I could. And before I knew it, I was drowning in work and could not handle the large influx of applications we got and all of the different tasks that I was responsible for on a day-to-day basis. So definitely scale down, do everything in small quantities while you can and work with a team of people you trust. I think in the long run, I've realized that working with people who share the same values as you and delegating responsibilities to them so that they feel that same sense of accountability and pride in what they're working on and, and creating is something that helps establish a team and helps establish a sustainable model really of leadership, I would just say, definitely hold your core values to what you're doing close to the center of what you're, of, of what you're working on at all times. See that you align with those people that you're working with and that everyone is on board with what 
your main goal is what your mission is and really start small and, and make meaningful connections along the way because it's really those connections and relationships that matter the most. I think that's really what makes you such an amazing leader is because you're thinking like in such an open-minded way. And I think it's such an incredible attribute that a lot of people in our generation have is that we're able to see things in a completely different light. And I think that's what makes you such an amazing leader because you're able to lead a tribe like interns for good. You've been able to grow it into like this amazing community and you're leading from a place of abundance. You're leading from a place where you want to influence everyone that you're leading and you want to allow them to feel good about themselves and to feel like they're making a difference. And it's like, you've been able to create this domino effect Every volunteer that comes, I can guarantee out of that 16,000 growing number feels special to be part of Interns for Good. But what you're doing with your organization, whether you know it or not, is you're challenging the status quo of the way society perceives teenagers. Because most people, most adults may perceive teenagers as people who are lazy, they're rebellious, they just don't know where they are in life, they're confused. And you're saying teenagers are smart, teenagers are skilled, teenagers can make an impact in an amazing way. They're creative. And you've enveloped this amazing community for every teen to come on and have a shared value, but also be aligned with their passion. And I want you to talk more about like what is really part of the organization for anyone listening that does not know what Interns for Good is. Kim, I really appreciate that. I think that it means a lot coming from you, especially knowing that you have been so involved in the organization and you've seen all the little intricacies and you've seen us work through some issues and you've seen us not be able to work through some issues. And we've really gone through it all thanks to the hard work of teens, really. And I definitely agree with what you're saying before about adults perceiving people of our generation as lazy and not wanting to work hard and just not necessarily having passions or purpose beyond being in school and things. And so I would just say to that, we within Interns for Good have such a powerful community of change makers of the next generation, really, of the people who are going to change, change the world. I feel like I have met such, such incredible youth and have seen the power of youth today through this organization and could not be more grateful for that. It was especially, I think, when when COVID hit that we really transformed our model. And that was so much due to the fact that so many volunteers were excited about engaging with our opportunities and so many more people were online and stuck at home wanting to do service because they were in the middle of a pandemic. And wanted to give back to those that were less fortunate than them. But in so many ways, COVID-19 ignited a transformation within the organization. And it definitely was not an easy one. But thanks to the help of the incredible leadership team that we have and all the impassioned volunteers, we were able to turn around what was just my small idea of working with nonprofits to do these internships. We were able to not only continue that aspect of the organization, but we were able to also flip it entirely on its head to offer an entirely education-based programming for teachers and parents and students. And that has been, I think, one of the most incredible things that I've seen our volunteers step up to do 
It was a moment of crisis. It was a moment of distress, of uncertainty. It still is. And I think that the way that our volunteers were able to just say, I can do this, I can take on this challenge, and I'm going to use this opportunity to give back and to really make an impact on others' lives was just so incredible for me to witness. And it's continued to blow me away today, like how passionate young people are. And it may not be about one thing or another, but in general, our volunteers have done some really incredible work. And I think to to touch on some of the more specific projects that that we do now, um, we still have our educational services up and running and we have a partnership with Khan Academy where we send over tutors to their new platform, Schoolhouse World, where they provide underserved students with the opportunity to have academic enrichment through their services with uh, Khan Academy. And we're able to go through and make sure our volunteers are, are qualified to go onto their platform. And then we send them over and we're hoping to send over close to 10,000 of them within the next few months, which 10, has been 000? really exciting for me. Wow. That's a big number. Like, I don't know. I feel like people think 10,000 is little, but if you put 10,000 teenagers, change makers in a room, that's, that's incredible. (laughs) And I would love to put them in a room. Like, I don't think that it's necessarily like the digital aspect of, of volunteering. It does take away somewhat of the, the personal connections that you make when you volunteer in person, but in so many ways too, it connects teens on such a deeper level because they're so used to communicating through technology and our generation is so tuned in. We're able to use technology to not only make an impact, but also to form connections with people, which I think is so incredible. And it's going to be something that continues to evolve as we keep growing. That has been, I think, one of the most valuable parts of having such a wide range of nonprofits and having such a wide range of needs within those nonprofits is being able to connect teens with projects that align with their passions and their skills and then them being able to go on and apply those experiences to a real life work experience or or beyond um, and higher education as well I think that's something that's that's huge is being able to say I want to continue to learn about this issue because I had experience working firsthand um, with it and I want to continue to learn about it so I can make an even larger impact That's so awesome. Seeing your journey, I've known you for what, two years now, and like where you've taken interns for good. You have solved such a big problem in the world because you are able to take teenagers like what you were saying. You have all these nonprofits and every teenager is able to harness their skills and their passions and align that with helping and making an impact in the world. So you're doing two amazing things. A, you're helping nonprofits, which is amazing on its own. You're helping impact nonprofits. But B, I don't think you realize how much of an impact you have on teens because you're empowering teens every day to fulfill their passion and make an impact because 16,000s of those teens are voluntarily being of service and impacting another organization. And you're kind of like the tangible example of pay it forward. And speaking of that, do you have any vision for the future of Interns for Good and what you hope to take with it and cultivate with with it in the next year or so? I hope to continue to provide solutions and to grow the platform based on what the needs are of teens all around the world. And I've been attempting to do that and to 
pivot and to adapt to the feedback that I've received from nonprofits and from teams that we've worked with. And I hope to continue to do that by really using the model that we've established to expand to paying internships. So we're working right now to establish partners um, within the for-profit space that have a social mission um, or that are willing to align with our values for certain programs where they can take on our volunteers who've had that experience working with nonprofits to then go on to have experience in real life paying jobs. I definitely see us expanding into the for-profit space and having paying internships be a part of our model so that we can help people who don't necessarily have the money um, or the capacity to volunteer for free and want to gain that experience and to allow them to, to really use the skills that they learn here within our organization and apply them and have an opportunity to, to really get a job as soon as, as soon as I can based on this experience with nonprofits and for their potential employers to see this experience as valuable and to understand the, the real value of volunteering in general and uh, the skills that they may have acquired and into the future, just keeping an open mind for really whatever else we see come up in terms of the needs of young people that we're working with and the needs of the nonprofits that we're serving. Yeah, I feel like that's really how you're able to change the world is that you're conscious to A, creating a community and B, to the desires and needs of other people. And that's something amazing that I think we can all learn from your story that whatever project we're doing is to always be conscious of creating a community that empowers other people and addresses other people's needs because that's how you make an impact in the world is when you're thinking about the whole picture and everybody else and how that affects everybody else. And I just love that you're so aware of that and that you're actively implementing that into your career and into your nonprofit. Um, Thank you. But I have one more question and that is, what has starting Interns for Good taught you about being a leader and also about transforming your visions into reality? The leadership experiences that I've had through Interns for Good have inspired me to let other people take on the spotlight a little bit and to delegate more and to work with a team because I've seen how powerful working with others can be and how um, incredible it is to share a passion with someone and, and to have responsibility be spread out among several people who are equally as passionate about a cause because it's okay to not take on everything yourself and it's okay to hand things off. So really just being being able to delegate and to be, be conscious of the fact that it's okay to ask for help um, and to really just include as many people as 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 possible because like I said before people are, are what make up an incredible organization so I've learned a lot about delegating and also about I would say in many ways keeping my cool I think that um, I try to be as positive and as open-minded as I can in so many ways I've learned to persevere and to just lean into my discomfort no matter how uncomfortable I may feel talking to an adult who's much older than me or trying to ask for the respect of my peers when leading them. Um, I have to really just go into it with an open mind and an optimistic attitude and um, empathy for everyone's personal stories and 
how their lives may have impacted the way that they are today too. Seeing my dream from the start take shape has been so incredibly humbling. I don't think I could have ever, (laughs) I don't think I could have ever dreamed that it would become what it is today and that I would be in this position so many years later, wanting to continue it while I'm at college and doing whatever I can through this impactful platform that, that I've watched develop in front of my eyes and feel so special to be a part of. That's so awesome. Like I literally have goosebumps listening to your story because it's really inspiring. <laughs> like you're someone that I genuinely look up to and I'm really grateful to have our connection because your story is so inspiring. And I hope anyone listening to this episode, whatever time of day it is, if you have something you're passionate about, especially in service, remember that you can do it no matter your age, no matter where you are in life right now, you can transform that vision into reality. Just like Ellie said, with persistent and compassion for yourself and others, you can accomplish anything that you want, especially if you're coming from a place of passion and purpose, you're going to be able to achieve so much more and make such an amazing impact in the world. So thank you so much, Ellie, for coming on my show. I had such a good conversation with you. Of course. Thank you so much for including me and for giving me the opportunity to tell my story. I'm really hopeful that other people will follow my lead and take on any opportunity they can to make a difference. Yes. Thank you, everyone else back at home who joined this episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. Check out Interns for Good if you're interested in volunteering. And I'll see you all next time.